Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Awaken the Extraordinary, the podcast. I am your hostess, Christy, and uh, thank you for being here. If you are new to the podcast, uh, Awaken the Extraordinary is about choosing to thrive instead of survive. Thriving looks different to all of us because we are all different people. And I feel like it's really time that we awaken to that, which is extraordinary within ourselves. And when we do that, I think we're able to make the world a more extraordinary place and we're able to see more of what makes this world extraordinary. And I think it's been kind of hard the past year and a half, you know, um, But when we're able to focus on that, which is beautiful about ourselves, we're able to look at the world and experience the world differently. And what's extraordinary to me may be different than what's extraordinary to you. And all of that's okay. It should be. We're all unique and we all have a purpose here. And to me, when we're thriving. It enables us to be the best version of ourselves, which is what the world needs. So surviving and being in survival mode, like that just sucks and I'm over it and I want to thrive. I want to help others thrive in the way that they want to. And that's what this podcast is all about. So Thanks for being here. And again, if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. So this episode is focused on unsolicited feedback and opinions. And I thought with the holidays just around the corner, there's probably no better time to have this conversation than now. Um, I feel like many of us have been the recipient of of people at family gatherings kind of weighing in with their thoughts and it can range from, you know, weighing in with their opinions on a job or a business investment you may have made or a partner that you're with or no longer with, or, you know, your biological clock is ticking. You should probably get a move on. I know you're single, but come on, you're, you're wasting time. And I know you've had difficulty finding a a romantic partner, but you know, you're just not getting any younger. I mean, thank you, Captain Obvious for stating that that has happened to me, not at a family gathering, but just some unwelcome feedback that I've received. You know, I think if, if you're a parent and you are around your parents that you don't often see, um, it reminds me of like Vince Vaughn's character in old school, like looking, watching, judging, judging, looking, watching. At, at least that's been my experience as well. Um, and that actually even happened before I had my son. There was, there was lots of opinions and thoughts being given to me on what I was not doing accurately, even when I was pregnant. So I feel like many of us 
experienced this. And if you're listening and you don't, that's great. I'm so happy for you, but I feel like so many of us actually do. And it sucks because we want to spend time with our family for the holidays, but then we actually get there and we're like, crap, when, when, when are we going home? Like how much longer is Thanksgiving dinner? Oh, Thanksgiving dinner is at four. So how about I get there at three 45 and I leave it like six 15. Cool. Okay. Um, I feel like we like the idea <laughs> of spending time with our family more than actually spending time with our family. And maybe I'm an anomaly. I don't think I am. Um, but you know, maybe I feel like in my world, there's two versions of the holidays. You have like Hallmark and everybody's warm and fuzzy and loving and dressed great. And there's hot cocoa everywhere. And then you have like the Griswold family Christmas on the other side and you have just chaos. Um, the family wasn't really mean to each other, but you just have like those opposite ends of the spectrum. I mean, you do have, you know, family emptying the black tank of their trailer <laughs> in the neighborhood. Uh, so inappropriate. Um, and I don't know, maybe most of our families are right there in the middle. And I feel like there's always like that family member or two that just always feel like their opinions, they are important. You need to hear them. It doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter that you want to hear. It doesn't matter that you don't want to hear them. It doesn't matter that you didn't even ask for my opinion. I am going to give it to you. And I hate that. And I feel like it happens a lot of the time about things that we're very sensitive about. You know, it, it could be our job. It could be our relationship status. It could be our parenting technique or the fact that, you know, maybe we've been married 10 years and we don't have kids. Like, it's like a lot of what people chime in on. They have this radar that's like, uh-huh. That's a sensitive topic. I'm going to pick on that one. And so often they'll give us an opinion or they'll ask us a question and we engage. And when we engage, that is a choice that we are making. And only relatively recently, and I'm almost 44, did I realize that I don't actually have to do that? And when I thought back to why I would respond to a question that I thought was rude, that I thought was inappropriate, a question that I thought or that I knew was unwelcome or a comment that was really nobody's business, I responded and I engaged because I felt like I had no other choice because I was just always taught that if someone asks you a question or if someone's engaging in a conversation with you, you converse back. And especially when it's family, it's like there's a bit... How do I want to say this? 
there's a bit, what am I trying to, how am I, how do I want to say this? Because it's family, it's less things are off limits, I guess, than if you were talking to a friend. And so I feel like it's kind of with family in some ways, like no holds barred. They can talk about whatever they want and you're going to talk about it with them. And that's the way I was raised is that, you know, like you, you don't want to be seen as rude. Even if the other person's rude, you don't want to be seen as rude. And And me not wanting to be perceived as rude, I would get involved in conversations that were just very uncomfortable and they didn't make me feel good, but it was important to me that the other person felt good. So what am I telling myself when I'm engaging in these conversations that make me feel like shit? that make me uncomfortable. I'm telling myself that how I feel doesn't matter as much as how this person feels. And that's bullshit. And when I think about my upbringing, it makes total sense. It makes total sense because my whole life What mattered most in my family was how my mother felt. Everybody else was secondary. I actually just had something happen while I was getting ready to record this with the family member having to do something they didn't want to do because someone in my family thought they should do it. So how this family member feels doesn't matter. It's how this other person who isn't even in the same state, it's how this person feels and what they think this person should be doing. And it doesn't matter what this person wants or feels. So that's just how my family has functioned. And so there there are so many times where I've gotten into conversations with my family and like friends and, and, you know, family of friends, I've gotten into conversations on topics that have made me very uncomfortable. I've also been in the position where people will just give me their opinions on something like even on social media. And I don't ask for it or they misinterpret something and they feel inclined to give me their two cents. And it's, it's hard in these instances because often these things that people are choosing to like weigh in on are things that are actually really sensitive to you. I don't know if it's like a radar thing, you know? it's like, you want to be polite, you know, you want to respond, but at the same time, like you're hurt or you're pissed off or you're so offended. And I feel like that's where like a lot of the battles come from too, is 
somebody weighing in with their thoughts on something and it's hurtful to you, or it's just a sensitive subject for you for some reason. And so often we react instead of respond. And there's a difference there. So to me, reacting is it's like immediate. It's, it's, you know, you, you hear something, someone asks something, you read something and, and you don't pause to think about like, what is this person saying? What does this mean to me? Why does this warrant a response? Do I want to respond? And if so, how do I respond in a way that aligns with who I am and what my values are? When you just react, you just react and it's typically emotion-based. And what's been my experience is when you're emotionally charged because of what someone has said or what someone has done, or just like them saying something completely out of line to you and you immediately react, you're on this emotional wave and often it's not the best time to respond because again, you're really not responding. You are reacting. And I realize, you know, like if you're at the dinner table and cousin Eddie's like talking to you, um, and he asks you a question, like you're not going to probably have like five to 10 minutes to like process everything. But like, what if you've been trying to get pregnant? And your family doesn't know about your struggles. And it's just, it's a topic that you just don't want to talk about. And cousin Eddie makes a comment about your biological clock ticking because that's happened to me. Um, and you don't want to talk about it. And him asking the question, yeah, or, or making that statement, yeah, that's rude. But there's a deeper reason there as to why it's upsetting to you. And he doesn't know that. But you also don't owe anybody any explanation unless you want to. And so I'm just using this as an example. But if something like that were to come up, you could always just respond and say, look, this is a topic that isn't up for discussion. And I hope you can respect that. And then you ask why he thought it was appropriate to empty the black tank into the sewer. I don't know, (laughs) you know? Like give yourself the grace and permission to just tell people like, you don't want to talk about something. That's something, like I said, I didn't realize I could even do until relatively recently. And I can tell you (laughs) 
from personal experience, there have been instances where I've said that to people and they get pissed off. And that's okay because them getting pissed off, even though it might not feel good, them getting pissed off because you're putting up a boundary, that's, that's about them. It's not about you. Because I, I admit like there have been times where, you know, I, I am a very opinionated person. And a lot of times, like I am coming from a good place and I give, you know, I I give what I think is advice. That's why I have a podcast, (laughs) but I give what I think is advice. And maybe I'll ask a question, but now what I've started doing is saying, look, if, if this conversation is uncomfortable for you, or you don't want to answer my question, I respect that. And I mean it because I don't want to force somebody to have an uncomfortable conversation with me, unless that's something that they want to do. And, you know, there, there have been times where I've said, look, like I'm, I'm not discussing this anymore and people aren't happy about that. And that's okay because I know I'm being, I'm being true to myself and I'm honoring myself and what feels right for me. And I'm not, and I'm not rude. And I know that if someone perceives that as being rude again, that's about them. It's not about me. So if you're having a conversation with a family member and it starts to go into territory that you're uncomfortable with, I encourage you to say that. Because I don't think you should allow yourself to feel uncomfortable for the sake of making someone else comfortable. Like that just doesn't seem right to me. And I think too, you're also going to have those people that feel like their opinions on everything matter, that you need to hear their opinions on your life and your political stance and (laughs) your choices about the car you bought or where you're sending your kid to school or how you're parenting your child. Like, you know, I'm your elder and you're going to listen to what I have to say. Because I think there are those situations where it's just like, fine, you know, like I'll just sit here and listen. And sometimes it's hard because it can really hurt what people say, especially when they're not being thoughtful in how they approach something. Like it can hurt. And if it hurts, I encourage you to think about why. Because often it's more than just what that particular situation is. 
I think a lot of times when people say things like they, they give us an unsolicited opinion and it hurts us, it's reigniting maybe a similar hurt that we've had in the past that maybe isn't even associated with this person. Maybe we're feeling judged and we're feeling criticized and it's not necessarily from this person or it is from this person, but the reason that we're responding so strongly to it is because we've felt criticized and judged by other people for the same reason. And so it's more than just the present situation that's triggering that response within us. It's the history of this type of judgment and criticism that we've been subjected to. And so when that happens, it's like we have all of this. It's like, we're like this volcano getting ready to erupt. And this person is just like the last little moment that we have before we erupt. So like, sometimes we just want to lash out because like, we've just had it, but we haven't really had it with this person. We've just had it with feeling this way because of what other people have said to us, you know, or, or what we've experienced in interactions with other people and what we felt. So I have two things to say about that. And the first is again, pausing and trying to process, like if something's really eliciting a very strong response in you, you know, really just trying to give yourself some time to process why that is. But I realize again, you know, if you're sitting next to this person at a dinner table, you may not have that luxury of time. So my other suggestion to you is do their opinions really matter? Like at the end of the day, if someone is weighing in on a choice that you've made in in regards to your child, does their opinion really matter? Like, do you feel really good and confident with the choices that you're making for your child? Do you feel like you're, you have your child's best interests at heart? Because if you do, then this person's opinion doesn't matter. People's opinions only matter if you decide that they matter. And I have to say my husband in these types of situations, my husband is much better at just kind of shrugging people off and their thoughts. It's a lot more difficult for me because of how I was raised and honestly, what I experienced even into my thirties with 
my parents and again, predominantly my mother. Um, I'm getting better at that, but that's still a work in progress for me too. And I think it's hard because we, we want to be respected. We want to be liked. We want to be appreciated. And it's a hard balancing act sometimes. But I think ultimately what matters most is what you think of yourself. Because people write stories all the time of who we think other people are. And the stories that we tell ourselves about others, like that really doesn't matter. What matters is who you know you are. And so with all of these potentially awkward conversations and uncomfortable situations that you may be experiencing over the holidays, I encourage you to just be true to who you are and not allow yourself to be put in situations that make you uncomfortable. If someone brings something up and you don't want to talk about it, there's a nice way to say it. And if they choose to get pissed about it, that's on them, not you. And if someone continues to give you their opinions, despite you saying, like, I don't need to hear this, then one, they're not respecting you. And two, their opinions only matter if you choose to make them matter. And I hope that this is helpful <laughs> for any of you that, that are having some sort of family gathering because I, I feel, at least in my experience, with certain members of my family, there's always situations like this that come up. And that's why I don't want to spend a lot of time with this family, but for me, what like gets me through things is knowing like, I'm, I'm true to who I am, that even if I, I put up a boundary of, Hey, I don't want to have this conversation anymore. I know that I do it in a respectful way. And again, if that person gets pissed off, that's, that's about them, not me. And I'm respecting myself. And it's actually kind of interesting to me too, when you have these types of interactions with people, because if you were able to reflect back on it, like at a later time, like, let's say, you know, you're driving home and, and you're thinking about the situation, it's a really great 
learning and growth opportunity for you. If you can't figure out like why something is a is eliciting such a strong reaction in you at the time the conversation is taking place. It's really interesting when you have the opportunity to look back on that later and dig in a little bit deeper and just say like, okay, well, this person asked me this question about my biological clock and it pissed me off. And so I reacted this way, but why did it piss me off so badly? And I feel like that's, you know, probably a relatively like obvious example, but when you start kind of peeling off the layers, you have a greater level of self-awareness. And I think these, these types of events, although they're really crappy, you can actually look back on them and be thankful because you may have a different level of awareness about yourself and, and your feelings about something than you had before. And it's, probably because this particular incident occurred. So that is my, uh, the holidays are coming. Family gatherings are happening. Brace yourselves. Here's how to prepare for that. Um, that's what this episode is. And, uh, I really do hope you all have a wonderful holiday season and have a great Thanksgiving. I just know that family gatherings can be a bit angsty. And um, I wanted to share my thoughts on how to maybe make it less so, um, especially now that, you know, we're all gathering again, which is, which is pretty awesome but it doesn't come without it's uh it's it's moments of heavy size i guess um yeah i just i hope you all have a wonderful thanksgiving and uh i will have a brief little bite sized episode dropping a thanksgiving morning um but thank you all so much for being here. Thank you so much for your support. I know there is so much out there vying for our time and attention. And I know it's a bit early, but I'm so grateful for you. Because as I said, there's, there's a ton of stuff out there vying for our attention. And I know time is one of our most valuable resources. And for you to choose to spend your time with me, I really do appreciate that. So with that being said, happy Thanksgiving week. And uh, I'll chat with y'all on Thursday. Thanks.